Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode number 33 of Give It The Beans. Now, in light of everything that's happened, we are fortunate enough that one of our coaches, Miss Clara Swedland, is an exercise psychologist. How are we doing, Clara? Good, thank you. How are you? I am doing very, very well. Um, so, for anyone that's listening to today's podcast, uh, we're going to chat all about mental health, uh, something that is probably overlooked. Now, I put on some of my story today, um, particularly aimed at just men, but today's podcast will speak about both men and women. Um, I will I will give my two cents about how my, my mind's been, because I know that there's many guys out there who perhaps will always try and uh, act the big man, right? Yeah, and, definitely. Sort of times. <laughs> um, whereas, you know, Clara, you'll know that the amount of females we have in the chat that, I mean, well... Mm-hmm. Look at the amount of traction, the amount of support there's been in that chat the past week. Yeah, no, it's been amazing. Versus the male chat, it's just been <laughs> people complaining about Boris. <coughs> so, <laughs> I guess, like, people will be out there, whether they're competing, whether they are doing a photo shoot, or whether the, the gym for them is something that's kept them sane. Talk about, sort of, I want to say what you've seen, but also I think it'd be good to talk about what you're going through. Because mm-hmm. whether you like it or not, you're a stress head and yeah. I like to think that I try and keep you level. So mm-hmm. give us just an account of in your in your eyes how, how things have been and then I'll give my account once you've you know, done your five, ten, fifteen minutes, however long it'll be. <laughs> well however long. Yeah. yeah. So I guess my take on what has kind of been going on is I suppose to preface it by saying that things have changed a lot really, really quick. So I think that's sort of, like you said on your story, it feels like our rug has been pulled from under our feet and we've just like slipped and fell, especially in terms of the gym. Because um, at first it started, it's almost like it started to crumble really slowly and then it just accelerated. So it started with shows being cancelled left, right and centre and we were like, cool, that's fine. There'll be shows at the end of the year. It we wasn't still cool. Train. It wasn't cool. Some of us were eight days out. Okay, it was... But at least there were still going to be shows and at least we could still go to the gym and at least we still had, I guess, that clutch that many of us use. Um, but then on Friday, when they announced that all gyms were to close, it was a bit like, oh my goodness. And I think that's when it hit home for a lot of us that we just stood there and thought, you know, well, what am I going to do with myself? I spend however many hours in the gym a week. That's my me time. That's when I go in, I put my headphones on or that's when I socialize with a friend um, and kind of, train and just use it as an outlet so with that being removed you know immediately plan b was put in place for all of us um you know with you as my coach and with me you know with my own clients you know and even with the group chat uh, we kind of put a plan out immediately for everyone to sort of reassure them that we could still work towards our goals within that period and time frame but i guess the difficult thing has been i suppose realizing that we don't actually know how long we're in this for and you know, kind of thinking, not just thinking in the short term, like, oh, you know, it will just be a couple of weeks, best case scenario. It's actually thinking, oh, well, you know, if I am stuck working out at home for the next four weeks, how am I going to make sure that I'm taking care of myself, taking care of my mental well-being when I use the gym as that outlet? And what am I going to do to, yeah, I guess, what am I going to do to make sure that that sort of remains level while everything else blows up around us? Yeah, and, like... Personally, I was just, I didn't see it happening. I was mm. like, nah, no way, 
what gyms are closed, but <laughs> I, I was just in such a robust mindset because, you, know, yeah. like, you know, it's like when you're prepping. I yeah. was like, this won't happen, this can't happen, this is not going to happen. Yeah. And I guess for me, what the reason it was such a fucking shit week is that uh, so Rona went away to Fort Ventura and yeah. that was fine, but then it got so she like competed on the Sunday, oh my god, such a high, mm-hmm. it was amazing. Monday straight back into work, I was like, okay, I'm thirteen days out. And yeah. the, the Tuesday, woke up, everything was fine. <laughs> but then it went, that show's cancelled, that show's cancelled, that show's cancelled. Yeah. All within a few hours and it was just like Yeah. I actually remember I went to the gym that evening because um, gyms are still open and I was still a bit like oh you know it'll be fine as long as as gyms stay open I'll be okay and I started training and my headphones died and I was like oh you know fuck <laughs> so that's gone so and all I could hear was everyone talking about it like it was all I could hear around me and I couldn't get my head into my workout and then I checked my phone and I saw that obviously PCA Scotland and UK UPN all those shows had been cancelled and I was like oh my goodness and I just I couldn't focus on the workout it was just like it was a workout but it was shit like it was just shit (laughs) because I felt like I could start to see it all going down and I was like nah same way as you I was a bit in denial I guess just thinking that you know gyms will remain open as long as people keep cleaning I'm taking all my precautions yada 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 um had an amazing workout on Thursday had an amazing workout on Friday and then (laughs) off it went so it's just been like we were saying earlier this morning, it's just been about, you know, reshifting the mindset and I guess getting comfortable in an area that's quite uncomfortable for most of us, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm usually pretty mentally sound and always have been, mm. but last week was the most stressed, like, poor mental health week I've ever had, ever. And yeah. So that happened on Tuesday and I, like, I mm-hmm. was so angry. Like, yeah. a sense of, like, anger, mixed emotions, disappointed, mm. frustrated for clients. And yeah. then, obviously, you've got the prospect of, of business, and you're like, man, this, this, yeah. is when you pick, this is when you pick up clients for later shows, and the, the brand's, mm. brand's still doing very well, but um, it was gaining a lot of traction. And then, yeah. so the next day was my birthday, and I was like, right, that's cool. Like, I feel better. I picked up a new car. All good. Um but then with each day, there was a bit of uncertainty, right? So I fall asleep on the couch Wednesday night, uh, Wednesday, wake up Wednesday night, get an email from Ryanair saying Rona's, yeah. Rona's flight cancelled. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God, right? So this, this added to it. Um, so I had to stay up, spend a few hours. Thursday, there's more, uh, you know, Thursday they were like, right, London Underground has been shut down. Yeah. <laughs> Cal was like, right, Cal was like, right, prep's over. I was like, right, fuck, cool, sound. Went and had some Pop-Tarts pre-workout. And then, yeah. then two boys were like, oh, don't worry, we've got a different venue. And I was just like... What, what is going what on? What do you mean? So I was like, right, back in prep. I know. Then the Friday, they were like, right, Lee Valley, that's closed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and they're like, oh, but we're going to go to Watford. And I was just like, right. And then, <laughs> but what's happening? And, and then, yeah. Honestly, like the Friday at five pm, that announcement got made, and I just text Cal, and I just went, "Prep's over. I'm on. I'm ordering Chinese." I went, <laughs> "It's over and done." I know. I think, I think that's what's been the most difficult is that up until even last night, there was just a lot of, I guess, uncertainty is just the word, eh? Because you know, even when they said, "Oh, you know, people should 
not go outside unless they need to, you know, people should do this and that. Um, and yet Sunday and Saturday, it was rammed everywhere. It was super, super busy. It was quite crazy. Um, so as of last night, I think it's made it a bit more clear for everybody in terms of what you can, should, shouldn't do. And it just gives us a bit more guidance, which I mean, in many ways, if you're very goal oriented, like most of us who are kind of into the gym and bodybuilding are, it just helps you because you can say, okay, cool. Well, this is a situation. If I can only go outside once a day, then in that one hour, in that in that time, I need to go and get all my steps. So I'm going to make time to go out and do that. Yeah. And then I can sit at home and I can do my homework and I can kind of plan around it a little bit better and see when I can get my, you know, my goals into like when I can tick those boxes. Um, I suppose, but it is just that uncertainty that was prolonged for so long that I think made it so 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 difficult for all of us whereas yeah. now it's a bit like okay cool gyms are shut i can't go outside so i'm just gonna crack on adapt overcome keep moving the, forward like this is probably the first day i felt somewhat normal because yeah. like friday usually when you finish a prep usually it's mm. like you're on a high you've just done a show you're like buzzing you just don't, don't know where your emotions are at but i didn't even have time to enjoy like the success that, yeah. straight into 13 days out but rather than enjoy being finished dieting I got 50 messages hey Vaughn my gym shop what I do <laughs> all of us yeah and it was just like I was like I will get back to all of you soon and then uh-huh. I would send 10 messages and 20 would come through oh crap you know yeah. so like it was like that was stressful and the week up on the Saturday and then ever since then it's just been home workouts coming out of my ears but every PT is yeah. in the same boat right because yeah. what, what you're going to get, and I said this to nearly every check-in today, because mm-hmm. well, we work with some PTs, right, is that yeah. like in this uncertain time frame, what people are looking for as leaders, and they're looking yeah. for, they're looking to up to sort of role models that have unshakable levels of confidence. Yeah. I use the word unshakable, hence why I've just quoted you, right? Yeah. Or, or like a just a just a pillar of unwavering confidence, really. Yeah. In regards to what's happening, and this is where like obviously we've adapted a lot of plans, and within two days we've got, I think it's over thirty videos now, home videos. Something like that, on, yeah. On the, on the tutorial, but I still think that there'll be many um, guys and girls out there lost, and mm-hmm. because obviously you're the one with the qualification, I'm not. I'd like you to give your sort of take on. If people are feeling lost, now, mm-hmm. apart from the whole get a coach, get a community and whatnot, yeah. what would you kind of say to people to, to put them at ease through this sort of hard time? What would your best advice be on, on the whole thing? I mean, there's a lot of pointers that I could touch upon, so I'm kind of going to go in a way that I think is most logical. So the first thing that I would advise is to just accept the uncertainty, accept that you're not going to know how things are going to change you're at least for now we know that for the next three weeks this is the situation but it still might change um so just accept that you can't control it and focus on the things that you can control so rather than spending time and energy worrying about you know not knowing what's going to happen with your finances what's going to happen you know with your future with your job you know whether you work in the front line or not whether you've lost your job but kind of just accepting that there's nothing you can really do about that and that trying to focus on what you can control so for example you can control your daily routine so what time am I going to get up when am I going to do my exercise what am I going to do with my day to be as productive as possible right now and in a way I think that the whole 
not knowing what's happening in the future is forcing a lot of people to just take it day by day. And that's something that a lot of us don't do. Um, and that's when you end up experiencing a lot of anxiety. So actually, in many ways, that forcing yourself to focus on the here and now can be really good. So the first step, I guess, is just saying, I can't control it. So what can I control? I can control my actions. I can control how I respond to the news. I can control the boundaries that I choose to set. So that's another thing that I think can help is setting really strict boundaries. Um, so understanding how and when you want to talk about the virus, for example, because it's all anyone can really talk about right now. Um, and personally, I find it quite overwhelming. So setting yourself boundaries of when am I going to read the news? How many times a day am I going to read the news? Uh, how am I going to tell people when I'm ready and when I'm not ready to talk about it? Because there's times of the day, like when I'm about to go to bed, I don't want to hear how many people have died. I just, I, I don't want to know that. I really don't. So having those conversations with people, uh, for example, I had to tell my parents on the phone the other day because they kept sending me news articles and all this. And I was like, it's, I appreciate it, but I just don't, I don't want it. I just don't want to hear about it. Just to interrupt you, don't forget your point. Um, Friday, I had planned to go down to my mum's to drop yeah. off flowers for Mother's Day. And yeah. on the way there, I got a Chinese, right? And took uh-huh. there. And when I sat down, like, my mum was upset and crying because she's like, oh, I'm so upset because, you know, your shoes. And I was like, mum, I like, this is the, I feel good because it's like, there's certainty now. But when I sat down, I went, right, the one thing I don't want to speak about right now is mm. coronavirus. Yeah. And for the next half an hour, it's all they spoke about. And I went, mum, dad, <laughs> I love you, but I'm going to go. Because yeah. when I got here, I asked you not to, and it's all you've done. Now, I'm not having a go. I said, but I just don't want to hear it. I was yeah. like, I'm going to go yeah. home. I'm going to get back to all my clients that I had said, right? Yeah. I said to everyone, just let me know what equipment you've got over the weekend, and I'll get back uh-huh. to you with, like, a program. So then yeah. everybody messages me. Hey, Vaughn, this is what I've got. Like, immediately, cool. yeah. And then because I've got OCD, I'm like, I need to go back to everyone. Yeah, so immediately. It's like half 12 at night, I'm saying, yeah, so you could have probably done with setting yourself some boundaries there. But, in, but yeah, I think in, that is, yeah. In that instance, like, and this is the thing about, like, saying to yourself and Ali when we jumped on call, like, the thing that's going to separate what I want us separate from other brands, do, we, yeah. do that, we do that shit because it's not every yeah. Friday night that gyms get locked down. And Absolutely, yeah. Within a two or three day period, we say, right, here's everything you need. It's done. It's cool. Right, um, sorry, I just wanted to Normality resumes. But, like, <laughs> I'm glad you said that because yeah. I'm the same. So, yeah, you're speaking to your mum dad. No, so, so yeah, I was speaking to them and I was like, look, you know, I just I need to implement this boundary because it's just it's a lot. It really is a lot. Um, so I guess in line with that, going back to kind of tips and advice, one thing that I recommend to all my clients and that I also sent through to the ladies group chat yesterday was um, a technique called the worry time. So all it really is is kind of sitting down with yourself and choosing when you're going to worry about things. Because obviously there will be things to worry about. You can't just ignore, push it aside and pretend it's not happening or like bury your head in the sand like a, a, like an ostrich. You can't do that. Um, but you also can't spend all day, you know, paralyzed by overthinking. So something that I've been recommended to my clients to do is to set aside, you know, 30 minutes max a day where that's when you worry. That's when you sit down, you read the news, you think about what you're going to do 
in terms of money, in terms of finance, in terms of work and all that type of stuff. And any other time of the day, if worrying thoughts come up, you write them down and you park them somewhere else for your worry time. And then you come back to it in that time. Um, and that ties in with a kind of boundary setting because you could easily sit and read the news all day. Um, I don't want to look at, you know, the amount of time I spent on the BBC app a couple of weeks ago before I was like, nah, I, I can't do this to myself. It's too much. Um, so Quick for example, question. you know, Yes. Was it my prompting you to not to stop stressing that made you do that? <laughs> to a certain extent, yeah. Because <laughs> you were like, stop, the, stop, calm for, down. <laughs> for, for those of you that don't know, obviously we have a, a, a female group chat, we've got a male one as well, <clears throat> and um, Clara was posting in it saying like, oh, so you guys watching the news, you, what's happening at 5pm? And I met, met Clara said, I went, Clara, I understand you're freaking out. I went, but freak out to me. <laughs> Don't freak out to 40 other women in the chat because then we have 40 women freaking out. Mass, yeah. But um, I'm glad that those prompts helped. Um, yeah, definitely. And it's just kind of practicing what you preach because that's what I was telling everybody else. And I was like, okay, I need to maybe be a bit more strict and stringent with myself. Um, so I guess that's sort of in terms of the worrying and how to manage that worry, that's what I would advise. Right. Something else that I would advise kind of separate to that Um and I guess a bit more targeted towards people who enjoy training or who use the gym as an outlet for them is to still set goals and still use this time to, you know, to set yourself different goals. It's okay that maybe your show, I mean, it's not okay that your show was cancelled or postponed, but stage is not going anywhere. And it doesn't mean that you, that this kind of gives you the okay to blow it and just think, okay, fuck it. Because saying fuck it when you don't know how long this is going to go for is probably the worst thing you could do not just for your physical health, but for your mental health, which right now could be compromised anyway. Um, so something that I think is really important for people to do right now, especially if they're feeling a little bit lost, is to set kind of values-based goals. So what that all that means is making sure that the things that you're aiming to do are in line with values that, yeah, that you cherish. So for example, if personal growth is a value that's important to you, then setting a goal during this time period that is going to take you closer to more personal growth, like for example, meditating every day, doing some exercise every day, um, it's gonna be really helpful because that's gonna give you some direction. So in the same way that um, going east gives you a direction, you never get to east, but it kind of, you know, there's landmarks yeah. along the way. So I suppose the goals would be those landmarks that you set um, to making sure that you use this time, because a lot of us will have a bit more time in our hands right now if we're not working in the front line. Mm -hmm. um, so using that time wisely, uh, whether that is to deload uh, for myself, it's to start stretching because I'm terrible for stretching uh, after training. Ain't no, and then ain't no time like, for stretching. No time. Well, exactly, right? But right now I'm like, oh, maybe this deload could be really useful for me to get into a bit of a routine with that and sort of force myself to do it because it's important for me. It's important to keep my body healthy so I can keep training for a long period of time. So I suppose setting goals like that, that are based on your values, um, is really important. And, you know, there's so many different values. Uh, you can easily just Google values list and they will come up and finding which ones, like out of a list of 30, which three are most important to you and setting a goal in line with each one can really help. Um, especially if you're feeling lost, especially if your show was cancelled and you've been working towards it for 17 weeks, for 10 weeks, however long. I mean, that can be 
I devastating. Think... People feel like they've lost a like they've lost a direction when they finish a prep, regardless of whether they did their show or not. Yeah. Let alone if it got cancelled and they weren't even able to step on stage. Total plug here. If anyone's show has been cancelled, go listen to the last podcast. It's like mm-hmm. what to do if your <clears throat> if your show was cancelled. But the thing that kind of got me was there was a lot of people who were like twenty six weeks out. Yeah. Meshing me saying, "Oh, Vaughn, do you think I'll get? Do you think I'll be able to compete?" And I was like, I'm nine days out. Like, yeah. I'm nine don't days. Don't come at me. Like, don't come at me with that. Like, don't come at me. You're like, not even side dieting. With, with, with sympathy. I was like, you, you're, you're feeling fine. I was like, I am in a, like, I am flat. I'm depleted. I'm stressing. Yeah. Like, but yeah. then again, I think, personally, I, I live life with, in accordance of my values. And mm-hmm. I will not spend time doing anything that is not relatable to them and I find values, yeah. if, if there's something that I'm spending time doing that's not in alignment with it I'll, I'll not do it for very long and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll very much push it aside push it away because it's it's not bring, if it's not bringing me up it's pulling me down yeah uh, I agree but a lot of people are really bad at kind of doing that self MOT and actually spending the time to set those values from any, like from the get go so a lot of people just kind of get wrapped up in life and go 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 they don't really ever stop and they know that they're not feeling quite okay they know that they feel a bit unhappy but they can't what, really put their finger on what, it what we should do i know i did this in a podcast with mark coles but we should remind people mm-hmm. what a value is or what values so, are yeah. right i could tell You're putting you me on I, the spot here trying could, to def- I define tell, a value i could, I could, I could tell you mine right go so for it. number one would be that i value my fiance and you know future mm. family above all yeah. else right Mm-hmm. Number two, I value my business, right? My, yeah. work, my work that I do, the clients that pay me money. Yeah. Number three, I value my mm-hmm. body, right? I value yeah. training, getting better. Yeah. Now, I would say those are the three things I hold at my highest priority. And you kind of highest, go, yeah. You kind of go, <clears throat> well, Vaughn, why, why is that? And I say, well, I know that if I spend a lot of time with my fiance, that mm-hmm. I'll be happy. And I know that if I put a lot of time and energy into serving my clients and working on my business, mm-hmm. that I'll earn more money that we'll yeah. be able to provide for, for me and my family. For, yeah. Right? And I know that if I take care of my body, I'm going to take care of my mind, but also it's yeah. something I really, really enjoy. So mm-hmm. if there's something like a night out or going and train legs the next day at 6 a.m., there's no choice. Yeah. I know exactly which one I'm going to do. If, mm-hmm. if, it's, a, if it's a case of, right, get up at 5am, do three mm-hmm. hours of check-ins, go train, or tell everyone check-in on the Sunday because you want to have a night out. There's, there's no option. It's just... No. And it's why, like, I think... Personally, I've changed a lot over the years from... Mm-hmm. I used to be a party animal. You know, I, you wouldn't recognise me years ago, right? But yeah. I think living in a consulate... So, if anyone out there is listening, that's mine, right? Mm-hmm. What's your three? Um, For me, I guess it's sort of similar in a way so uh, my partner Jack uh, so relationships um, with him and with my family is something that I value extremely highly everything I kind of do is because I you know want to live a happy life with him so spending time with him um, spending time with my family where possible obviously my parents live in France my brother lives in Dublin um, so making time every week to be able to catch up with him is really important to me and same with sort of nurturing the relationships that I've got with my friends Another thing that I value a lot 
is compassion and that leads into my job so what I do because everything that I do and the work that I do um, whether that is my online coaching business but then also my actual full-time job it's all driven by my willingness to help other people become the best that they can and obviously in my job I serve a people who have had been prescribed exercise uh, for rehab, for mental health, for physical health, and, you know, with the coaching, um, I help people on the complete opposite of the spectrum, completely elevate themselves. Um, but all of that is driven by my willingness to help and be compassionate and understanding and help them become the best versions of themselves. Um, and I guess my third one is knowledge and learning, because um, I feel that everything I do um, I don't ever want to be stagnant. I always want to continue to progress and that ties into my training. Uh, so I suppose taking care of my body and myself because uh, the more I train, the more I push myself, the more I learn about how to train, how to get better and equally kind of with, with studying and with reading. Um, so similar, similar, but slightly different. And I guess the name that you give it will just depend on how you, how you approach it and how you look at it. But for both of us, our values are, you know, kind of more abstract things that just guide everything we do so as you said what you do day to day is guided by your values um but the behavior in itself isn't like your fiance you can't do your like do something about that you can just enact like make sure that everything that you do on a day-to-day basis is in alignment with that goal uh, with that value sorry and i think that's why like prep for me so easy yeah because it was all it ties in it was all related to the future that me and my mm-hmm. fiance wanted, but also what I wanted for the business. So it exactly, made, it, like I said this to Rona, I'd be trying for a walk. I was like, can't, mm-hmm. I can't believe it's all over. Yeah, I've done it. Went, it went so quick, but um, rather than get off topic, I always think that what you just said about helping others is that Tony Robbins once said, you never really feel fulfilled until mm-hmm. until you help others. Like, Absolutely, true, true, true happiness comes to helping others. I think that's where our job is is pretty damn awesome. Uh, oh definitely especially at times like this when people like you were saying there will be our clients will be looking up to us even people that follow us on social media will be looking up to us to see well how are they managing and I think it is important to sort of acknowledge that well at least I know I was quite stressed last week you know things have been quite you know all over the place but it's an ongoing process I tell you what would be good tell 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 people what you said in your check-in what your fear was so I checked in this morning um and I said to Vaughn that I was just quite scared that I was going to lose all my progress, which I know is, again, an unrealistic thought. And I guess that was my time to sort of audit myself and say, well, you know, what are the odds of that actually happening? Like, just accept the uncertainty and do what you can. Um, but I did have that fear. And it's, you know, pretty real. I do use the gym as an outlet for myself. And, you know, being told when I love walking and I love being outside, being told that I can only go out once a day. It's kind of scary. It really is. Um, but as we discussed earlier, it was just about, you know, embracing that uncertainty and saying, well, cool, that's a situation. When am I going to train? What am I going to do? What's my training program? What am I going to eat? And sort of planning that. And I suppose that ties into more advice in terms of kind of how to manage it. It's to just have a structure and a routine. Because um, when you've got a structure and a routine amidst this uncertainty, at least you've got something certain, something that you know you can follow and something that you know is going to get you to to where you want to be. And yeah, it might not be, no one's going to be making gains at the moment. Um, at least 99.9% of us won't be. Um, 
and that's okay like that's absolutely fine but you can still make progress you can still work on other things that maybe you can't do when you're spending two to three hours at a gym you know five times a week so I, I guess it's all about perspective and taking a bird's eye view of the whole situation and, and the reason i wanted to just point out was that you know there are a lot of people that will follow mm. yourself myself and, and and similar people in the industry um and for them to perhaps not know or be naive to think to think that we don't have the same thoughts is oh no <laughs> it's something that is good to just point out because oh, it was only really after you know you said that i think i replied kind of what i said exactly it was just the fact that if we're good with our nutrition, if we're good, if we're on point with, you know, training, training and whatnot, we're gonna we're gonna hold on to everything that we've, that yeah. we've trained. But naturally, because as human beings, we fear change, and we fear mm. like, well, we we've done this stimulus, this gym for years, because that's mm. not there anymore. I'm going to go back. I'm going to resort back to the old me, and yeah. it creates that sense of which worry, is not the case. Sense of doubt. But you're not the only one. Nearly every no, single client has said that. And, and same to me, exactly the same to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it's just understanding that although, you know, people will look up to us for our, for our sort of direction and our mm-hmm. um, purpose of what, what, what could be done is that we'll have those thoughts. And yeah, it was only um, really the other, it was the other night, like I said this to Rona, I was trying to find places to train mm. and I was I constantly kept finding something and I'd always have a plan B. And then yeah. plan A we always kept getting fucking cancelled. And then I get plan B and I get another plan B. And it was just like another thing. I have nothing. Very, I have very, nothing. Very, yeah. um, until like I managed, managed to secure some place to train whilst like, I was able to like wait on my kit. And mm. on, honestly, like after after like I managed to secure, I was about, I was about crying. Because yeah. it was just so fucking stressful of a yeah. week that was just like all this uncertainty. And I was just like damn it's a, it's all right to have a little bit of a moment that's why i put in a hundred percent that's why i put in the uh i put in the female chat but i went in the male chat as well and i said listen mm-hmm. listen guys like you know as guys we tend to act like everything's all right and everything's cool mm, and yeah. know, jack, jack the lad and whatnot when in reality it's far from it because yeah a lot of guys you know will have some mental health issues but not speak about it because we're guys yeah um and the amount of guys in that chat that were like, I appreciate that. Was, yeah. Was, was and that's it. And that's all you need to do. It's just a nod to acknowledge, you know, well, if you're feeling shit, it's okay. Because like, we've probably all gone through that. And I guess it's uh, to highlight also that it's not a given for us to like feel confident and feel okay. Like, you know, while I was doing all these, all this work and putting all these documents together, I was reading them and I was like, okay, cool. That's what I'm going to do. Boom, boom, boom. Following it. This is my worry time. This is my schedule. This is my, this is what I'm going to do because you know, it's it's a, a lot of the times it's a practice. It's not a given. It just takes time, um, and you know now we've got a bit more time uh, to put these things into practice. I suppose so. It's you know take advantage of it. And if you know if things have always felt a little bit wobbly for you, now you've got a bit more time left alone with your thoughts. Don't panic. Use that time. Reach out to someone, and just use that space to be able to talk about it. Because ultimately, you know, our mental well-being now. Um, it's it can be more compromised because not knowing what's happening is something that humans in general via evolution we don't deal with that very well um so it's going to be really important to kind of put that at the forefront of your mind and just see well what can you do to make yourself feel better what what's around you who can you speak to Uh, does having a routine help you yes it will does not being in your pajamas all day help you probably um 
does using your one hour oh sorry your one outing a day wisely like first thing in the morning so you can get some sunlight so you can get you know uh, all that light coming through the brain is that going to help you yes is you know staying on top of your nutrition and not like letting yourself completely go going to help you most likely yes so it's about finding all those small things that will i guess add up and make what is already a pretty difficult situation, a pretty uncertain situation, at least have a bit more certainty, at least have a bit of concrete on the ground and not just feel like you're walking on sand dunes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 100%. I mean, I think one thing to add as well is that there'll be a lot of people now that they just feel alone, that mm. they've went from the gym as the place of so like being social. Socialising, It's where yeah. they see the same people. They might not be friends with them, I speak to them, but they they feel safe, they feel secure, that little nod, you know, after, mm-hmm. after you've given a set and a hack squat, little nod, your turn, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so they've had that taken away. They've also had their work taken away, and their work was a big social thing for them. Absolutely. And now they're stuck inside all day, every day, with their phone and their laptop. Mm. You know what I mean? How important do you think it is to still communicate or perhaps have a community around you at this time period to ensure that mental health is is spot on. What was your thoughts? Yeah. I can't exaggerate how important, more than ever, um, how important groups are going to be for us right now. I mean, we know that humans are social animals. We know that we need people around us. We know that we become depressed when we don't have people around us. So right now this lack of you know forced physical contact it's going to force us even more to be able to 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 make us communicate with other people and to have a network or multiple networks where possible of people around you that can help you like for example with the female group chat even in the lead up to all this chaos it was just so nice to have that space where some of us were posting funny memes just like a bit of humor in the morning others were there saying oh you know well i've had a crap day this is going on my partner works in the front line i work in the front line i feel quite shit and sort of all of us being there for each other and you might not be able to catch up with all the hundreds of messages but you'll catch something and you'll be able to message that person directly and say hey you know this is fine um this morning with indra she messaged me first thing in the morning and she was like oh hi good morning mental health check how are you doing today and we've kind of been doing that every few days same with laura same with bethany same with just like other girls that you communicate with or you find time to communicate with um and i'm sure that with those personal conversations that i'm having other girls are having that amongst themselves too um so that's just in our context but you know with that i've you know picked up conversations again with people that i've not spoken to in ages like old work colleagues that we have like an abandoned you know cobweb filled group chat we've been messaging each other saying hey how are you doing shall we arrange a group call at some point i had a you know, eight-way Skype call the other day with my friends from back home, well, not Skype, or something similar, with my friends from back home, and some of them I've not spoken to them in two years. Mm. Um, and it's taken, in a way, this to be like, oh, my goodness, no, I need you. Like, I need to be able to speak to you uh, about anything, not the coronavirus, again, setting those boundaries, saying, okay, today we are not going to speak about this, this, and that. Let's talk about nicer shit. Like, tell me about your life. I've not seen you in two years. Yeah. Crack on type of thing. Um, and I just think it's so important to have that support, or at least not necessarily because you might use it, but knowing that you can if you need. So 
a lot of the times, and this is me geeking out completely, um, in a lot of the research, when they look into social support, what they find is that what benefits our mental health most is knowing that we have support available to us, not necessarily whether we do or we don't access it. So knowing that you've got a group of people behind you it can really help with your mental health um, and whether you actually use that group or not to support you doesn't make a difference overall to well-being. Um, I, so knowing like, that there's people there makes such a difference. That's such a good analogy because mm-hmm. like over the years, the amount of times I've heard people be like, Vaughn, I feel so, like, I feel so good because you're my coach. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm just me. But let's say they're going into a bodybuilding show. They're just, they feel more confident because they've got you behind them. Absolutely. And it's not a case of you're up there on stage with them holding their hand, mm. but you're there when they need you, if they need you. Absolutely. You and that's I mean? it. And it's knowing that you can just drop someone a message. Like, I know that if I'm having a rubbish day, there's, what, 40-odd girls in that group chat, and I can text anyone or just text a group and be like, hey, someone send me a photo of their pet because I feel a bit crap. And I'll be inundated with photos of cats, dogs, and the whole works, you know, bunnies, you name it. And equally, I know that all the girls in there know that should they be having a crap day, they can text the group or their personal coach or either one of us individually, depending on the type of support that they need. Like I have had people, even just on Instagram, after saying, you know, if anyone needs to talk, just drop me a message. It's cool. I'm here to chat. The amount of people that have just said, oh, I appreciate that, like you said earlier, or that have actually messaged me and said, oh, I'm really struggling with motivation to work out at home. Awesome. Let's jump on a call. Let's just chat about it. And, you know, and here's my advice. And if you do these three steps, that might help you, you know, with a bit of structure. And, oh, my God, that was so helpful. Thank you so much. Boom, you know. And it's knowing that you've got someone that you can count on, but obviously having that, I suppose, grounded group that is going to be there with the highs with the lows and knowing that we're all i guess going to get through this together um that, it can just make such a difference to your mindset yeah and that's the thing right and i'm going to touch on shows because it's, yes. it's a big thing of what we do and mm-hmm. the amount of people that have had to you know our clients you know we had four clients lined up to do the first show of the season uh second show sorry because uh two of yeah. the first right um, and and some top athletes that were set to do very very well. Yeah, um, I was so disappointed for them. And yeah, I wasn't. I guess I was more angry or frustrated yeah. for them than I was for me. I couldn't give a shit, right, about yeah. myself because it was just being able to help them through the process. Now, that everyone that competes is in the same boat, right? So totally. wh- whether you were ten weeks out, eight days, twenty six weeks. You're all in the same boat. And the thing is, a lot of people will worry, and and I'm saying that in brackets here, um, about whether or not they'll get to compete this year. Mm -hmm. And I'm always like, perspective. There'll be be the stage next year. It'll still be there. You know what I mean? But this whole like, oh my God, my world is over because I don't think I'll be able to put on a bikini or a pair of, you know, a bodybuilding yeah. body thong, trunks, mm-hmm. um, and step on stage. It, it bewilders me. I, I get it, but I think mm-hmm. that if you're truly into bodybuilding and you love the process, it shouldn't be, it's like, 
instantly the minute my show got cancelled, I went, yes, next year. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, let's yeah. fucking grow, let's rebound. Whereas, let's put the mass on, yeah. Whereas, like, a lot of people, I think, they'll, they'll wallow in self-pity for a while. But I've said mm-hmm. to every single one of our athletes that if shows do go ahead this year, in September time, or October time, whenever, I says, the hard work you do now will show then. Absolutely. And the people that back off the gas now, that'll show. Because they look shit. Yeah. They won't look mm-hmm. shit, but it won't look as good as they can do. Yeah. What's your thoughts on everything? I mean, I agree. I guess it's, like you said, perspective. Um, It can be really difficult because when you are prepping your world, especially the closer you get to a show, it just becomes narrower and narrower and narrower. And then, like, all you can see is the show that you were about to do or the two weeks out that you were. I'm going to remind you of something you said on a call. We were on a Monday. something exactly the same. We were on a Monday. It was Monday night. I was 13 days out, right? And... I had said something about this uncertainty and you just went, uh-huh. I know, I'm just really glad I'm not on prep right now. And I went, <laughs> you didn't just say that, Clara. You didn't just say that. But you did. I don't <laughs> think you meant it. But I was like... It's because I knew that if that was me in that position, I'd be devastated. You know, thinking back to kind of being 17 weeks into my diet, if the week before my show, I'd been told that it would have been cancelled. Like, my heart would be broken. Yeah. But... I suppose my, what I'd like to think is that with everything I know, I'd be able to apply myself and be like, okay, it's fine to feel devastated, but you can't be devastated for the rest of your life. Like, give yourself a moment. Give yourself, you know, an evening to feel a bit crap, but tomorrow you pick yourself back up and you keep going because, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, there's always next time and you know if we are in this because you love it i suppose you are in it for the long haul and it should be you know stepping on stage it's incredible it's such a nice feeling um but it should be about the process and you know you can't how would you explain it it's not just about the end goal and if you're only thinking about that end goal you're so 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 tied into that one little moment that you've lost sight of everything else that's going on around you when in fact a lot of people in the fitness industry you know some of the the people that at least I look up to a lot like Aaron Thompson and that their mindset is just incredible and what they a lot of them were saying that I totally resonate with is it's fine like use this as an opportunity it is an opportunity you know if you look at it if you look for the shit you'll find shit but if you look at it from the flip side you'll find opportunities like amazing a forced deload where I can stop tightening on my muscles and I can force myself to foam roll every single day and when I come back I'll be loosey-goosey baby and I'll be feeling incredible (laughs) or you know if you just think oh well that's me done forever I mean no things will go back to normal it doesn't feel like it just now we don't know when they'll go back to normal or even what the new normal is going to feel like but it will pick yourself back again and if you've been sat feeling shit about yourself and allowing yourself to marinate in your own misery for three months three weeks one week like how much harder is it going to be to pick yourself back up yeah whether that is in terms of your diet your structure your exercise if you just say oh well you know gyms are closed bye bye like this whole fucking it's really annoying it's actually really grinded my kids this whole or i guess my 2020 summer body is postponed i'm like what are you on about like just oh just stop it i i like that you said it's okay to have a moment and yeah I'm just going to reiterate that because anyone listening, I didn't, I didn't show it, I didn't put it on mm-hmm. social media, but I have never been that 
like angry, frustrated, annoyed, and mixed emotions in as long as I can remember on that Tuesday. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and genuinely, like, Rona went to phone me, um, bless her heart, she was just trying to see if I was all right and calm me down. Um, and I was in the middle of trying to get a refund on a hotel room for, like, every hotel room that I'd booked because I'd yeah. booked, like, five five shows. Oh, um, And I came on call and I went, I'm in the middle of something here, can I call you back? Yeah, cool. Called her back. And it was in two minutes. I was like, I was like, babe, I'm going to go. Like, I was like, yeah. I'm not in the mood to chat to anyone. I says, I want to be alone. I want to fester my thoughts. And I went, you know what? I really want to sit here and be angry. I went, yeah. it's not going to do anyone any good. But I was like, nah. I, I need to get it out. Yeah, I, I don't totally. get out now, then I'm going to piss tomorrow. And then I woke up. Yeah, exactly. I woke up the next day, and it was fine. Right, but then yeah. it got a little bit worse because our flight got cancelled and blah, blah. Yeah. But it was only after... He was like, he was like, right, gyms are, gyms are shut, venues shut. Was I just like, thank fucking god? But like, yeah, it, it, it wasn't the case of like I was annoyed because I, I kind of came to terms that prep was over. But mm. in one moment, I went from, oh, this is amazing to like, let's fucking grow. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and, and, and exactly, like, and, and that's it. And it's about having the ability to switch that. And I mean. It's, Again, it's okay if it sort of starts to tip again to the other side, but as long as you can catch it and be like, okay, this is frustrating. Like, I was at work yesterday and I was getting quite overwhelmed because I was like, the reality of how long this is probably going to extend itself for started to kind of dawn on me with, like, changes happening at work and whatnot, and I was like, right, not ideal, but I just, I can't sit and think about that. Like, that's not helpful to anyone. So what I'm going to do is tonight when I get home, I'll chill for a little bit, and then I'll do, like, my favorite, my Zoombox class, which I used to teach, because I know it puts me in a good mood, and I'll do that, and I've done my cardio, I'll, like, just brace myself up, and I could have just sat there, and if I just didn't feel like doing anything for that one day, it would have been okay, but letting myself, let that keep going, 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 week up on week, day up on day, essentially, excuse up on excuse, would have gotten me, you know, into a hole that, like, getting out of would have been a bit of a struggle, especially considering I'm, like, five foot two, so, do you know what I mean? Like, you just can't, you need to have the moment, you need to acknowledge how you feel, but you can't let yourself be there all the time. And if you do find that you are, reach out, speak to someone. If your mindset is not where you feel it should be, speak to someone, just say it out loud, say, look, this is how I'm feeling. I know it's not helpful right now, but I don't know how to get myself out of it. Boom. And then, you know, as daft as it sounds, a shared load is going to be lighter. So, you know... A hundred percent. Problem problem shared is a problem halved. And exactly. I think I said something that's quite cliche today, and I said it today and yesterday. Mm-hmm. And this was in reference to competing alone, because I know that these competitors have goals over the years to win mm-hmm. quite high caliber shows and British titles and stuff. And I often said, right, you know, in the midst of adversity, champions will find a way. Yeah. But losers will crumble and Mm -hmm. like as I said I went that's going to sound like the corniest cheesiest saying I've ever said but every single person I said that to was just like it's fucking game on well exactly exactly you know what I mean and it went from it went from Vaughn I've got no gym equipment to Vaughn I've got option A, B, C back up here D I've got keys there I've got equipment here and it's like funny that that you just Mm -hmm. that you found a way you found a why to to be able to do shit opposed to just telling me, oh, I've not got anything, Vaughn. Yeah. 
that's it it's like that helplessness that a lot of people just like take up on and it's like well no like yeah. what do you have you've got no equipment fuck it like who was it marissa she was like filling up a backpack with, with that like, was brilliant. stuff in my house oh man that and made got, me laugh i was like she got a coach yeah. and, a, <laughs> and a friend of mine who um is living in australia she put up a video because she like filled up a suitcase with like flour all the heavy stuff she had in in her flat and she was like doing chest presses and using it as a squat and i mean you know it's not perfect it's far from perfect it's not gonna but something better than nothing right and you're still doing it you're probably laughing at yourself I mean when I picked up my flipping trophies to do lat raises I was pissing myself I was like this is ridiculous but it actually really worked and I was like brilliant fuck it you know I don't need a band I don't need two kilo dumbbells I don't need I've got my bloody trophies (laughs) let's go (laughs) absolutely absolutely I think that that's probably a good a good end point to, to to finish on is that mm. whatever whatever comes our way, however long this goes on for, you know, set to be weeks, like there's always a way. You just gotta find 100%. you just gotta yeah. find it. So for anyone out there listening, whatever you do today, tomorrow, for me and Clara, give, give it the beans. Give it the beans. <laughs>